episode 223 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having a festive drink because it is now <clears throat> the holiday time, mm-hmm. Christmas time. And yeah. so we are having a, a cherry Christmas fizz. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cherry Christmas fizz. Oh my gosh, it's really good. I love it. It's like... It, super easy yeah it's super easy and it tastes like a shirley temple it does, it does i can't yeah. even taste the booze in it can yeah. you no uh-uh, not at all yeah it's got a two ounces it's got more uh brandy in it than it does the sprite really yeah yeah i guess so huh it's got two full ounces of cherry brandy we mm-hmm. use wild cherry brandy um half an ounce of lemon juice mm-hmm. and you shake that over ice pour it then pour it over ice and then top it with Sprite Zero. Yeah. Or Sprite. Sprite, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Some uh-huh. kind of lemon lime soda. It's so good. It is really good. And then top it with the maraschino cherry. Oh, and then I threw a maraschino cherry in it. Yeah. With the juice. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see. that probably takes it up a notch, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really it's just good. It's sweet. It is. Uh-huh. It's funny because I, I want to do it because I thought it would be like Christmassy looking. Uh-huh. This is like a, a refreshing. Yeah. Almost poolside drink. Summery. I know. <laughs> Not it tropical. Looks, it looks... Uh, Christmassy though, yeah, especially I think. In the little Christmas glasses. Uh huh. Yeah. And so it's a, it's definitely, yeah, like you said, an easy, mm-hmm. it's an easy Christmas drink. Yeah. And speaking of, we're gonna be um, putting out the twelve uh, movies well, already, and drinks. Oh, no, when do they, when do they come out? <sighs> the thirteenth. I'm uh, well. I want to put them out before. The oh, okay. Um, the twelve movies and drinks of Christmas. That way, people can just drop it on the first, huh? Maybe, maybe we will. Maybe we'll drop it on the first and, uh, and that way people can like pick and choose what days they want to even yeah. drink and. Yeah, you're not going to make 12 drinks 12 yeah, days in a row probably. Uh-huh. Most people wouldn't. Most people won't. Yeah. And like it'll give them a, an opportunity to get the ingredients too, you know? Yeah. So well, I remember like even whenever we, we got that beer advent calendar, mm-hmm. um, just trying to do a drink a day. Oh my gosh, like, it was we don't, so hard. I think people think we drink a lot. <laughs> I know. Um, and when we drink and we party, we do, uh-huh. but we don't drink throughout the week no, really. And so except for t- on recording. Yeah. Day. I just mean like we don't drink every day. No. We don't even have like a glass of anything. Uh-uh. And, uh, so like even trying... on the weekend, it's, it, do- it doesn't happen every weekend yeah. either. Uh-huh. Um, but so it was, I remember it was just like, there was just days I'm like, I don't want to drink. I don't want a beer. I know. I don't want wine. I don't <laughs> want to drink. I know. And you had an advent calendar. So it was like, it started to feel like work. It did. And that's why we were like, let's just grab it all. We're going to, when I feel like drinking, let's just drink all of it. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> well, and that's why like you guys, uh, had the, were, had the pleasure of listening to our Christmas, uh, <laughs> christmas special with us drinking all of mm, the, the whole box of advent oh wine. my gosh that was fun that was a lot of fun and then it wasn't fun because mm-hmm. <laughs> i got way too drunk yeah but um but yeah anyway so uh we're gonna be putting out the 12 mm-hmm. drinks of christmas or movies and drinks of christmas so uh if i guess Maybe by the time this airs, it will mm-hmm. probably be out. You still have time to catch up if you haven't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, definitely. So, uh, this week, we are going to be talking about subtle signs your marriage is in trouble. Yeah. I mean, you know, there, there's lots of blatant stuff out there about signs. You're, I mean, we've even done episodes on it. So, we were mm-hmm. like, let's dig a little deeper and talk about stuff that most people aren't talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before we uh, get started with that, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. I didn't know if we had one or not. We do. This one says, marriage is a fine line between let's get it on and don't breathe on me. Mm-hmm. From at Snark and Lemons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Yeah. But yeah, obviously they don't like their partner enough to just leave it at let's get it on. <laughs> yeah. How are you going to, once you get it on, aren't you going to be breathing on each other anyway? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And it's another one of those that, you know, you get, you're irritated with your partner. So Mm -hmm. you're like, I don't want you to breathe on me. And that's not what we believe in. We believe in a happy, healthy, happy, (laughs) happy relationship. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, like I said, we're going to be talking about subtle signs your marriage is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came up with a list. It's a short list, but I think that all of the talking points are very well thought out and um, and something that, I don't know, maybe you might hear little bits and pieces of, of this type of stuff around, maybe. I don't know. But Some of it I don't think so. Yeah. But um, definitely <clears throat> from us, you'll mm-hmm. you'll hear li- little bits and pieces. Of yeah. It. Well, and I think that, you know, it's, as I was saying a minute ago, there, there's these absolute blatant warning signs. Like you're, you know, you're arguing all the time. You're, you know, giving each other the silent treatment. You're not communicating at all. You're, mm-hmm. you know, th- there's these sneaky behaviors. There's all these things that, that we've, we've hit on other things. And so we're not really going to cover those in your face, you know things that you typically see mm-hmm. that are like yes these are sure signs your relationship is ending mm-hmm. those are very important and yes you should be recognizing those but sometimes the questions are well how do i know before that yeah I and know. some of the questions are or we'll have people that's like well they're not we're not doing that we're not we're not screaming and fighting more we're not you know we really weren't having that much sex to begin with and so that hasn't really been it but there's just it still feels very off. Mm-hmm. And so these are, you know, five things to kind of look at and be like, is this happening? Mm-hmm. And if it is, why? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess let's just get right into it. Uh, the first one that we have is you are, you're uncomfortable with being alone, with alone time with mm-hmm. your partner, just being alone with them. Um, I think that, when you are uncomfortable being alone with them, you feel like you have to spend the time that you do spend with your partner with other people yeah. around. And that is so that's so unhealthy to not be able to spend quality alone time together. Mm-hmm. You should want to be with your partner and not have to have other couples around. I know we've hit on this, um, I think... It was like a an episode, it was very early on about like toxic couples to avoid. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the couples was a couple that did want to, that only wanted you to, or that wanted you to be with them. So they felt okay being with their partner. Yeah, it was almost like the other couples were a distraction to your awful marriage. Mm-hmm. And you feel almost kind of masked. Mm-hmm. in your bad relationship if you're just with other people mm-hmm. um you know this is one of those things when I, when i when i look back on my on my last marriage that this happened mm-hmm. uh, up until that point we didn't really i mean we we, we had some friends we hung out with here and there um over time but we went through this really lengthy period where we weren't having we we had like one couple that we did stuff with mm-hmm. but we didn't have people over we weren't we didn't entertain i mean you and i we just we are the host house mm-hmm. um my ex and i that that would never occurred not even once and then all of a sudden i remember she started like inviting like other couples over to watch a TV show. Oh. And I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, yeah. it was just very out of character. Now, now, some of you'd be like, well, what are you talking about? We have friends, our friends and us get together all the time to watch whatever show. Mm-hmm. This was out of character. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's good to, like, to point yeah. out because cause if you do that already, then yeah. it's different. Mm-hmm. It is. And so th- this was just something that happened completely out of the norm. Mm-hmm. We weren't doing it. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, now they're coming over more, and then, okay, well, now let's go do And some of you may look, well, what's the difference between that and just you're starting to make new friends? Mm-hmm. Once again, it was, I wasn't being friends with them. It mm-hmm. was really just kind of like, why are they here? Like, it wasn't that we really had a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're going to party or we're going to drink or we're going to play a game. It's just kind of like, well, be here. Mm-hmm. We're going to just hang out. Um and there's nothing wrong with hanging out. But once again, if it's out of character mm-hmm. and it's kind of coming out of left field, especially my ex was not social. Mm-hmm. She didn't have friends. We didn't, you know, do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it was just very odd. Mm-hmm. So when I look back on those things, that started happening. And some of these all tie into that as well. But 
but you know we we've seen this in in, in couples that have a a bad relationship mm-hmm. where it's you know you can't do anything on your own yeah um i know well and i i kind of take back what i said about like even because i think that i'll 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 say something with me saying the out of the out of character thing because i think that it still can be a problem even if it is in character Mm -hmm. for you guys to do stuff with your with your friends all the time i think that you still need to have some kind of alone time together mm-hmm. and when you find yourselves only doing stuff with other couples and stuff like that i think that it it's a problem mm-hmm. and you need to you need to recognize hey what's going on here you know like cuz i feel like i, I know that i I kind of dealt with this with my with my previous relationship too and it wasn't it wasn't even couples mm-hmm. it was just friends mm-hmm. it was just even single friends that we had and you know hanging out with with all of them and, and you get to the point where it's like am I not enough mm-hmm. to if if you have sense right, <laughs> you'll yeah. be like am I not enough for for my partner to mm-hmm. deal with or you know, can't we just hang out, just the two of us? And and it it ends up being the it's like somebody you get invited to a you invite somebody to a party and they're like, who else is going to be there? Mm-hmm. And you're like, does that matter? I'm inviting you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to spend time with you, and we've dealt with that too, where we've went to go hang out with people, and it's been like, oh, I invited so and so and so and so and so and so. And oh, like, and on the other, I end thought of it was it. just yeah. going to be us. It's, yeah. But you still kind of get that feeling that I guess we're not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the same thing in that relationship. And and I, you know, I've known, I've had friends and stuff like that where they were in that, and they would be like, "Hey, we're going to go, you know, catch a movie and go grab some dinner and and some drinks tonight. Do you want to go?" And I'm like, "No, yeah, I can't. Don't want to. Whatever." And then you see them like a day or two later at work, and you're like, "How was the movie? Oh, we didn't go." I know. Well, why not? Yeah, yeah. that's we true. just didn't go, and it's like, well, you guys still could have had a good time together. Yeah, like you were relying on us to go with yeah. you, be- and so you didn't go because we didn't go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and, weird. and so that's just it. It it's this this kind of hive dependency mentality, but but the root of it is you're so uncomfortable being alone with your partner that you can't communicate, you can't have fun. You can't relax. You don't feel like yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you can't ever really just let go and, and be fully comfortable with them. And so, like I said earlier, you kind of try to mask it by, well, let's bring a crowd around. Let's bring other people around. Let's do this. And so, yeah, those those couples that can't seem to be, you know, a independent unit of we can entertain ourselves. We can go on vacations by ourselves. We can go out to dinner by ourselves. We can go grab a drink by ourselves. We can go do any form of entertainment by ourselves and we're happy. And if you just can't do that in any way, shape, or form, why? Mm-hmm. I know. There, yeah. There's something there. There will come a point in time in your life, and this is one of those things that, that I would see a lot, especially when I was in the military. These guys especially did, like, they, they were lifers. They did 20, 30, 20 to 30 years in the military. Their partner was used to the breaks. Mm-hmm. And then once they get out, they're like, well, you're here all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only loved you when I saw you a third of the time. I know. I can't take you all the time. Yeah. Um, and you just kind of realize you're just not compatible. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in, 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 in those type of relationships, that's where you kind of feel very alone, even though you're with somebody. Oh, And that's why sure. you invite other people. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think, you know, if if you are going through this and you... You know, I guess even listening to this episode and listening to us talk about this, like, I, I think that you really need to to evaluate your situation and and ask yourself, well, why are we not hanging? Why can't we hang out alone? Uh-huh. And another thing is like, when when you do hang out alone, are you are you getting in fights? Right. To where you you won't spend you won't end up spending time with them. 
I to intentionally yeah, to, instigate a fight to just get so away you can from sp- them. Split. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And that and and that kind of goes like hand in hand with the next thing piece that we're going to talk about with this is that you when you can't find that group or you know group setting or whatever that you're wanting wanting out of I don't know other couples and stuff and you find yourself starting to ditch your own partner mm-hmm. and do other things without your partner and find hobbies that your partner isn't interested in mm-hmm. um i mean any little thing like that and, and again even the fights too mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just to use as the excuse as to why you didn't spend the time together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then, and that's it. You you go from you you have the couples that, you know, and and it may be it may be kind of to your point as you explained it that you've been trying to hang out with other couples or, or groups, and, and it's not necessarily couples. It, I mean, because the point of it was you can't be alone with your partner. There mm-hmm. has to be other people around. So maybe it's friends, maybe it's family, mm-hmm. maybe it's I know, yeah, you know, maybe it, I, I've seen couples where they you know, like their neighbor is always at their house Mm -hmm. and that neighbor is a distraction. It have to be another couple. It doesn't have to be more than one person. You know, some people do this with their kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is one of the things that you see with couples after they have children, they get very disconnected because both of them or one of them is so focused on the children. When they finally get time alone, they do not know how to function anymore Mm -hmm. without the kids. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that why it's so important that you do carve out that time. Um, I know you and Angie talked about that on the podcast as well, as far mm-hmm. as, you know, making sure you're intentional with carving out that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was really kind of the point of, of the other individuals. And then when that doesn't work or if that fails or that's not an option, it becomes this, okay, well, I'm still uncomfortable with my partner. Mm-hmm. So even if I have to go at it alone, if we can't go do something together as a distraction, I've got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And this is where all of these other things come into play. I mean, you, you, you hit on it with the hobbies and, you know, they take up something that's either going to be, you know, very unique to their sex. You know, a woman starts going to the, the painting little things mm-hmm. on, you know, starts off like once a month, then it's once a week, then it's three times a week. Then you're just going as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, for guys, maybe it's a fantasy league. Maybe it's, you know, just hanging out with the, doing something. You, 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 you pick something that you know your partner can't do or won't be interested in. Mm-hmm. And you know that's guaranteed alone time. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of the things that you may have this resource at home. And this is why we've talked about this very early on, but this is why man caves and she sheds mm-hmm. can be a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Um, because you shouldn't be able to have a retreat away from your partner because you don't want to be with your partner. If you if you feel like I need my own space so I don't have to be anywhere near my partner, I, here's a newsflash. You shouldn't be married. I know. Plain yeah, and simple. Period. And I know there's a lot of people that are like, well, that's how I feel. Well, and I'm telling you, you should not be married. Mm-hmm. Um, you're either annoying. Your partner's annoying. You pick the wrong partner. There's something wrong with your relationship. And that's very normal. Well, and it's okay to to be alone. If you yeah. want to be alone, then be alone. But mm-hmm. don't drag your partner with, along with you. Don't make you... them be alone, too, because you can't stand yeah. to be with them. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, you know, even another thing with the, with the um, like how you said, you know, anything to, to be away from your partner and... And I would say including work, mm-hmm. like trying to saying that you have meetings, you know, at certain times or I need to work late because of this or that, you know. Once again, my ex volunteered to go on every trip she could to get away. Oh my gosh. She tried to, you know, get on the road as much as she could so she could get away. She would mm-hmm. try to she would volunteer to go on all those trips, you know. And then it started the week, the late nights, then it was the weekends, and then it's like, like, what's going on? And mm-hmm. then she would do the same thing when she went to school. School became the reason for her solidarity, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Leave me alone, I'm studying. Yeah. And then you go back there and she's asleep. What are you doing? <laughs> studying, okay. I'm tired. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I mean, so yeah, they, they, they get... I don't necessarily say creative, mm-hmm. but they start to use those kind of BS reasons to not be with you. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But, well, and I think that like, even with that, I think that, I think that people can, I, th- I think that people would even think that those are big signs, you know, not just the subtle mm-hmm. signs. And I think that like, because some people with, with that, with this whole little piece, I think that it's like, it's almost suspicious, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sus- suspicious behavior that they are, they're giving. And they are it doesn't necessarily mean somebody's cheating it doesn't it doesn't mean that they're cheating maybe they they might be but it's like they don't have to be cheating and it not and it's still it's still bad Mm -hmm. i don't know it's still not good it's still not healthy for the relationship if this is what they're doing well then that's why i said you see this in a lot of relationships Mm -hmm. they just this is once again why we say things like you shouldn't be with someone if you're like I need my own life away from my partner. You shouldn't be married because mm-hmm. this is what happens. Mm-hmm. If you can't be together, if you can't cohabitate, if you can't vacation, if you can't spend time, I, I just I can't imagine at this point in time with you hitting a point where we were uncomfortable sitting in the same room together. I know. We didn't have anything to talk about. We didn't have anything to say. We weren't going to touch each other. We weren't going to enjoy each other's company. Get divorced. <sighs> yeah. You know, uh-huh. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, and what that is, the reason people do that, the reason people start to try this is because they feel trapped. They feel very trapped. They feel, once again, you, you can feel very alone with the person that you're living with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these things may help you cope with it. They help you. And I'm not blaming you for doing these things. I'm just saying these are signs mm-hmm. that there there's something going on. There's something wrong. Not that somebody's cheating, but that your marriage is failing. Mm-hmm. especially these things that are just out of character i know and i think that like with 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 the feeling alone piece i think that like that you can people yeah you can feel alone even if you're not alone and i think that like maybe some people resort to to spending time alone because they're feeling alone Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um and then in in that they make their part their partner feel alone Mm -hmm. too and so everybody just ends up being lonely yeah Mm -hmm. and nobody nobody wins unless you get divorced and find happiness i know (laughs) find someone you actually enjoy spending time people will live a long time together going through this though oh for sure i know yes um, but so the next one is you, your future planning is non-existent. Yeah. A lot of times when we've talked about future planning on here before, we've really kind of meant long-term planning. Mm-hmm. We're talking, you know, getting ready for retirement and later in life and the kids have moved out and we, we talked that, but this can really be very simple and short-term type of future planning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you guys... You know, you guys always go to, you know, Six Flags for your birthday or your anniversary, whatever. You go to Six Flags every year for your anniversary and nobody's talked about it. You haven't booked the trip. You haven't prepared for it. You're, you're, and what this means is you're not seeing yourself together. Mm-hmm. It, it, it ends up kind of becoming a, almost a physical manifestation of you can't visualize yourself with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um and it can be, you know, it can be, it can be that long-term, definitely. It can be that, that long-term type of stuff, but it can be, you know, even a year out. You know, if you guys have always done something, you always take a trip wherever and you're not talking about it. You're not getting excited about it. You haven't. Yeah, like a birthday trip. Yeah, or like, what are we doing? Where are we going? I mean, our anniversary or birthday's in, in two months. Are we doing anything? I mm-hmm. mean, so... You you see this because of what I said. You just you can't visualize your being with that person down the road, mm-hmm. um, and and you know we we we've discussed how important it is to have things to look forward to, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. you take that away. I know so, well, there's nothing to look forward to because I have to be with them. I know, yeah. I mean, I, I it's it's like when when you stop doing this that's where you and we've talked about you know in in other episodes where you know signs you're 
uh it's the beginning of the end or the end of the relationship and stuff like that and and like one of the one of the signs i i believe was that you you visualize yourself without your partner Mm -hmm. and this is the beginning of that. Yeah. This is before that happens. It's not just visualizing. You start fantasizing uh-huh. about it too. Yeah. You yes. can start like kind of getting, oh man, if I was single, I would mm-hmm. be, that's, the, if, if you have that upbeat tone and thought of, man, if I wasn't with them, I could be whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a sign. Yes. But yeah, it starts with this. Yeah, it does. And, and this, it, it seems so small right now, or if you're going through it, you know, right now and I mean, these hopefully are are the signs that are soon enough to where you, hopefully you can change it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can nip it in the bud right now. That way, you don't or at least start, address the bigger problem. Yeah, don't start fantasizing about yeah. not having a future with your partner. Um, your social circle has changed, mm-hmm. and you know sometimes. That could be a good thing, and it may be a good thing if you, even if you end up leaving your partner. But I think that like having your social circle change and your life just starts changing anyway mm-hmm. with different people in your life, and so and it may be you know you get a new job or whatever and and this and that, but your partner should be there with you with that new social circle as well, well and and i think that this is one of those pieces where the you know wanting to be with other couples wanting to be by yourself you know not planning for the future those those things are i'll say coping but i don't really but the, it's almost like the result in a coping mechanism for you internalizing there's something going on wrong at the house. Mm-hmm. This one can also be that. It can be a way to cope. You start seeking out other people to hang out with. You start trying to find new friends. You kind of start preparing, subconsciously preparing for the end because you know you're going to have to split the friends down the middle if you separate or you're going to lose them. Mm-hmm. So you start trying to branch out on your own. So, yes, it can be some of that. But I also think that this is one of those things that because of the change of social circle, and you hit it when you said you start a new job, this can be the cause mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. That your social circle has was forced to change mm-hmm. because you moved, because you started a new job, because you what you've relocated, whatever it is, that can be that. And that's one of the things, once again, in my last relationship, um, I went through that with my ex where we we had moved to Colorado and all of a sudden she had, it's funny cause I, I'll say this kind of tongue in cheek. This is probably what I get because I was very upset that when we lived in California, all of her coworkers were men mm-hmm. and that created its own problems, mm-hmm. many, many problems. Mm-hmm. But ultimately the, the demise of our relationship I believe was because of all of her new girlfriends that she made once we got to Colorado, Mm -hmm. her female coworkers, which at face value at the time, I would have been like, well, this is way better. She's not traveling with a bunch of dudes. She's not hanging with a bunch of dudes. She's not working late with a bunch of dudes. It's other women. Mm -hmm. That's a a recipe for disaster when all of those other women are either single recently divorced or on their second marriage and that's Mm -hmm. how all of them were Mm -hmm. and well and i think that it doesn't help with that you guys didn't have a good relationship yes good relationships these are not problems at all Uh they're not threats yeah i mean you've changed jobs how many times i know i've worked i've been with the same company for a long time but i've been to how many different places yeah i mean so we our our work social circle was forced to change a lot. Hers changed twice, uh-huh. and we didn't weather one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, good relationships this won't affect it, but bad relationships, mm-hmm. rocky relationships, unstable relationships, it could it will be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. Um. So it can be that cause as well. So, but but what happens, you know, and, and I love the you know the statement of, you know, single women want to make other women single. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you really only hear this for, from females, but I will, sh- I will share, you know, I, I had the experience of a guy that was married and 
he was having problems and he was trying to rely on the younger group of us to accept him in our social circle so we could be his escape mm. from his wife mm-hmm. where he'd be like, oh, the fellas invited me out. Cause he'd be like, all of a sudden we're not hanging out. All of a sudden be like, what are we doing this weekend? We're like, well, we are doing this. And he's like, well, do you guys want some extra company? We're like, what? Aren't you married? Don't you got like kids and stuff? Yeah, but I need a break. I need, you know, oh my God. I, I need this. And so, <laughs> so I did go through that mm-hmm. where he was so miserable at home. He couldn't stand his wife. She couldn't stand him. He couldn't stand being married. Couldn't stand having the kids that, he became jealous of what all of us young, stupid, idiot guys had that he either didn't get to experience or missed, mm-hmm. and that's was more important to him than fixing his marriage. Yeah. And ultimately, it, it fizzled, and they got divorced, and uh-huh. she took the kid, and he became the you know perpetual bachelor. Yeah. Which is what he wanted anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. So have it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean... And I think that like when when you are in a in a bad relationship anyway, you're gonna try to seek those things out mm-hmm. because you you need something more. Mm-hmm. You need more than than your partner, and your partner isn't isn't enough. Right. And that's and that is the the truth of it is your partner isn't enough, and you don't even want to try mm-hmm. to make them enough. And I don't think you should try, you know, if that's the case. Yeah. If they really aren't what you want, then, and you really want to do, if everything else is more important to you than your partner, then, yeah, you do need to get out of that. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. But, I mean, I, I don't think that necessarily... A guy hanging out with the young guys is the is the best answer for that. But like, well, we just became he wanted he for he wanted his social circle to change. Mm-hmm. Is all I mean that's that's how that all ties into that. Yeah, but, yeah, uh-huh. I mean. right. I know, I know, and and I think that sometimes sometimes you want the social circle to change so much, probably because of you know, a couple of other things that you are uncomfortable mm-hmm. with your partner. And so you want to meet new people. You want to try to to get away and, and all of everything that we've already talked about. And, and so, like, because of that, you want to, to, I don't know, find the escape. And that's the escape that... Well, and pe- people, in, people in bad relationships and, and people in relationships that kind of fizzle out and and they've lost that newness feeling and that excitement. People will try to get that from other relationships as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's ju- it just feels good when something's fresh. It feels like a new start. It feels like it's a fresh start. Um, and so they will develop these social circles and these new relationships completely away from their partner because that's their new experience. Mm-hmm. And they don't want it tainted and tarnished by their partner. Mm-hmm. So they there's zero intention or ever ability to integrate your partner into this new social circle because you don't want them there. Mm-hmm. That's for you. You know, this is mine, you know. And, and so a lot of times they will pick social circles where, you know, it's not going to be an opportune time to ever bring the partners. That's where you kind of get the work friends mm-hmm. and it's just work is work. I don't mix work and personal. But when you're getting, you know, your needs met personally via work friends, mm-hmm. you already did that. Mm-hmm. Um, people always just tend to mean it like, well, I don't introduce my, my spouse to my work people and I don't take it home. But if you're using your work friends to replace social interaction and hanging out and spending time with your partner, you've already made it very personal. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, I think that I even did that in my, in my last relationship mm-hmm. where, especially towards the end where I didn't want to bring him to the, the company bowling party because... Mm-hmm. Well, because I was going to be there. Because you were going to be there, <laughs> and you know, and and those things. I don't know. Like like I said uh, before, they they do become they are suspicious things, mm-hmm. and I was very acting very suspicious, and he should have been very suspicious, mm-hmm. and he was. But like, um, it it's like I don't know. It's it's so funny just kind of looking at all of these things and seeing so much of what i did in my previous relationship Mm -hmm. and 
I didn't know then. I did not know then that it was that all of these little things were signs. Well, that's why they're subtle. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know it's subconscious. It's subtle. You just you're it's your 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 kind of fight or flight mode kicking in in the relationship. You don't really even understand why. You don't mm-hmm. realize you're doing it, and that's what that's why it, like. It's it's even in my last relationship, it's all retrospective. I look back, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. what it was. You know, it is the hindsight coming yes. at it, and that's that. I think that's one of the important things with with why it is important to share those hindsights with other couples because mm-hmm. what's hindsight to me may be foresight for you, and that's what you want. You don't want to look back on it and be like, well, yeah, that makes sense. I should have done that. You should be able to identify it before it happens, and at least while it's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I know this. Yeah, I think that it could be very helpful mm-hmm. for people. Yeah. Uh, so the last one that we have is one-sided self-improvement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about this one, and like, I think that it's it. This one is is it could be good for the relationship to for one partner to start taking care of themselves and. You know, like even like getting a new job and all of that and and taking their life seriously. If as long as the other partner follows suit Mm -hmm. and does the the same things to to grow and be more successful or whatever. But if you only have one person doing it and and the other cup or the other partner doesn't follow along then you have a one-sided um oh my gosh self-improvement self-improvement yeah. yeah and with that uh yeah you i mean you are forced to see that your partner doesn't want to grow with you they don't want to to do anything with you and you are much better off without them mhm yep yeah i mean it, it's and we've we've seen this a few times where, um, you know, a lot of times self improvement people, especially if we're saying it, they really probably think and they mean that, you know, it's physical, and you're getting in shape, you're losing weight, you're looking better. Yeah, we've seen that happen several times, but it can also happen from, um, like an education piece. Somebody's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm you know, I'm, I'm going back to school or I'm going to get my master's degree, and and what happens a lot of times in and I've only seen that happen with women. I've never seen a man go back to school or further education and come back and be like, I feel like I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. I can do better now. I've only seen that from the other perspective mm-hmm. of the woman goes out and she, you know, furthers her education. She furthers her career. Then she gets a sense that she's better than her partner. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves. Um, I've never seen it the other way around. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Um, which is odd, mm-hmm. but makes sense. I makes mean, a I, lot of sense. I, 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 I wouldn't say that I would. I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I'm sure there is maybe some guy out there that has done mm-hmm. this. But yeah, I think most of the time it is probably yeah. 90% of the time it's probably women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, if it is men that do this, chances are they have feminine features. <laughs> feminine qualities. Feminine maybe. qualities. Uh-huh. Because m- most men's men, which there's not a whole lot of us left, but most men's men, you just inherently take on the role as a provider. Mm-hmm. You inherently take on the role as a protector. You don't feel like you're better than your partner, but you do feel a strong duty to provide, protect, and care for your partner. Mm-hmm. So guys that do that, if, if you have that mentality, it, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, I, I I make a three times what I made when we started dating. Mm-hmm. And I've never been like, well, I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got another promotion. This is mine. Mm-hmm. I've never, you know, I don't care. Yeah. And so I've never hit a point. My 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 career, my path, my reputation, whatever is as it's grown or, or or strengthened or anything like that, I've never looked at it from the perspective of I'm too good for you mm-hmm. or that I look down on you or anything like that at all. Because of my 
inherent characteristics and qualities that I have Mm -hmm. that it's just, okay, that's even better. This is better for us. I don't know. I think that there are some men, though, that... Now, I don't think that they are... That they're necessarily... I don't know. I wouldn't see... I wouldn't see a guy getting better and, like, leaving his partner because of all that. Mm -hmm. But I do see men getting better and it getting to their heads. Yeah. And... And then, then them treating their wives poorly well, because and, of it. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. And I think that that ends up taking on. I was, I thought I was going to say like, or you see men that that they since it's not a natural form of since they don't really command respect. Mm-hmm. You'll see a guy, and I would still say it's a feminine person though, that with a feminine characteristic that starts to move up, and then he's like, then he starts demanding like respect from his wife mm-hmm. like if she's not putting out if she's not doing this and and he pulls that you know there's there's a hundred women that would love to be in in your situation to have a guy like me oh, and, and i'm doing this and, I, and it's like no, no you're just acting like a little bitch yeah yeah um, exactly so but i mean the, the reason i say that is because the, the guys that tend to have more feminine qualities or don't have at least those more masculine qualities mm-hmm they they respond to the career the way you typically see women respond to it. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because people, especially men now, will tell a woman that has became a career woman that has been really successful in a career that she has a lot of masculine traits. Mm-hmm. But that's not how men act in those roles. Mm-hmm. They don't act the same way as women. And all they're doing is they're saying, well, this woman you know, climbed the corporate ladder. She's the CEO because she's masculine. Well, no, and and her being the CEO and being hell on wheels at home and treating her husband like shit, and that's not a masculine quality because men that are masculine that are at that level don't treat their family like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a weird, it's a weird world mm-hmm. with that. Um, but yeah, typically, you know, when you see that type of stuff, you, it really is kind of related to this i finally done something that i feel makes me a catch and now i feel underappreciated mm-hmm. and you should appreciate me even more mm-hmm. or something like that yeah yeah i know i think that i don't know i i want to say though that i've seen i've seen at least a couple guys um that have now i don't know if it's like the job thing or you know whatever that that may be different than this but um they started going to the gym mm-hmm. and then ended up leaving their wife because i don't know it seemed like they they thought that they were too good for her or or whatever yeah and you'll see if 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 men get the response and i think this goes for men and women if you if you start improving your physical characteristics, if you start looking better, you start toning, you start tightening, you start building muscle, you start looking good, and you gain true confidence, not false confidence, not pretend confidence, mm-hmm. true confidence based on you've taken care of yourself and you look good and, and your your body is the trophy for what you've done, and people of the opposite sex start to gravitate towards that, especially if your partner at home is hands off. Mm-hmm. That is almost too tempting for either sex to pass on mm-hmm. because it's instant gratification. Yeah, I know. And you're not getting it at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, I mean, this is that that one dude that killed his wife and kids in Colorado. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. I to know him. it was. He got in, what's his name, Chris something or. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember what his last name was. Um, in Brighton, yeah. Yeah, but you know, he got in shape. Started taking care of himself. Mm-hmm. He had that. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I've said it on here. That that wife of his was a bitch. Mm-hmm. And I know people don't want you to speak ill of the dead, but if you watched any of her videos on Facebook, I mean, she was. I know fifty housewives just like her, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that most of their husbands are like, man, that guy. If he had just done this, if he hadn't killed the daughters, 
mm-hmm. he probably could have got away with it. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, yeah. I mean, she was you. I was. I remember when we watched. I was just like, I don't condone this, but I kind of see why he mm-hmm. offed her. Yeah. But he went through that. He got in shape and and his he started having an affair because mm-hmm. his his wife was just not interested. Yeah. In it. Mm-hmm. You know. That's true. That's true too. Because it, it may not be that like that they think that they're better than than their wife or, mm-hmm. or whatever now or that you know their wife is now overweight and they're not it's probably the well one maybe the wife isn't uh doesn't have the self-confidence or whatever and is not having sex with him that's mm-hmm. probably the biggest thing is they're not having sex and that's why mm-hmm. he's getting the extra attention i mean you've even said it before where like about how you purposely tried to avoid places mm-hmm. because you didn't want to be tempted in your in your previous relationship right. mm-hmm. and so like when you when you go to a gym mm-hmm. and the, there's other people there that are that have similar goals Mm-hmm. And stuff to you towards you, and and they start paying you attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you're gonna feel like okay. That makes you feel special. Yeah, it makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. And when you aren't getting that at home, it, it's mm-hmm. it's very intoxicating. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that that's that's one of the the forms of improvement that goes noticed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it is that. But but yeah, you know, I I think that that ultimately it, it probably hits on what you said at the beginning. You you realize after you go through this that you and your partners aren't on the same page. Mm-hmm. You have different values now. You have you're focusing your energy and efforts into something else that's that's more focused on you and whole even if you want to drag the partner along with it, if they're reluctant, they don't want to do it. They don't see value in it. They aren't getting anything out of it. You know you end up going through this. I mean, I I went through this with with my ex. I've had friends go through this where their 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 wife or their fiance or whoever uh, went to school and got you know a master's degree and then was like oh you know you know I can I there's there's guys in my classes that are you know whatever this this high of a value guy I can get that now mm-hmm. because I'm in their circle and most of those guys don't want a peer mm-hmm. <laughs> but the woman thinks that that you know. And and I that is directly correlated to I think I'm better than you now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and can guys do that? Yeah, they can, especially when it comes to the physical fitness piece. And I'm not saying that every guy that goes to the gym by himself works out is going to get hit on. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, he's only going to get attention from other men. Mm-hmm. Other guys notice it. Most women aren't like, let me. I've never had a woman ever be like, let me fill your muscle. Gosh. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I've never had a woman ask me how much do you bench. <laughs> yeah (laughs) you know but men do that stuff and Mm -hmm. so but but i think that you do see that you do see the man that he's not getting hit on he's just seeing the change in the mirror Mm -hmm. he's seeing himself and then he's seeing her and he's like you know we were both kind of at a point where we were fours Mm -hmm. now i'm at least a six Mm -hmm. i deserve a six Mm -hmm. and he leaves and the women do the same thing no, there's. I don't know what the st- st- statistic is. I'd have to look it up, but I know that there there is a there's some kind of validity to women that go and get plastic surgery leave their partners. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's from the same mindset of the gym thing. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, yeah, well, you're I, right. especially I mean, girls that go out and they they get these you know big boob jobs or these BBLs or whatever, and they aren't. Nobody's staring at them mm-hmm. because they don't have anything. There's no sterile quality until they go and get pumped full of plastic. Mm-hmm. And now people are staring. And that becomes intoxicating. Mm-hmm. You know, and they feel that they've grown. They feel that they've changed. They feel that. And, and whether it's growth or just doing anything where you feel like you're desired and appreciated more outside of the home. And this is one of the reasons why social media can be so damaging mm-hmm. um, is this this false sense of of not not even hope but false sense of value mm-hmm. that I'm getting a bunch of attention from a bunch of different people now and that means I must be better than you. 
Um, so yeah, I know can be a, can be a bit a pretty deep pitfall. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, with the with the with the one sided improvement, self improvement, it is it the self improvement because we do we do say to to try to improve yourself, you know, mm-hmm. be the best version of yourself for you and for your partner, and so you know that is one piece of advice that we always give, and if your partner doesn't want to to do it too it's kind of like why are you wasting your time mm-hmm. and that i think that that is kind of the writing on the wall oh yeah yeah um but yeah i mean i these are the, the those were the five mm-hmm. that's short five list things, yeah that we came up with and i mean if if these you know resonate with you and mm-hmm. or anything like you just you need to you need to do some self-evaluation or evaluation on your relationship Mm -hmm. and understand what is going on and what's really happening because we didn't know it or realize it when Mm -hmm. we were going through ourselves yep Yep. caught it at the back end when it was over Mm -hmm. yeah um i don't have anything else to add though do you all right we didn't even address that we're in pajamas i know we're in jammies i know (laughs) yeah if you're watching you're like why are they wearing pajamas (laughs) Because we have a box full of Christmas clothes and yeah, we like let's keep it fun and comfy in, yeah. during during December. Yeah, yeah. I, this is the first time that we've. Well, I guess this is the first time that we've shown this because, like, when we were at the when we were doing the podcast at the at our island on our at our island, like, <laughs> like no, yeah. at, at our, our kitchen, kitchen island, island. <laughs> um, we. Uh, we would wear you never saw our pajama half. pants sometimes, yeah. but um, but like for since we've been doing it in our recording yeah. room, I've like, had to wear shoes and socks yeah. and, <laughs> and jeans. Belt and and jeans. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, so this is nice to mm-hmm. to do it in pajamas. Yep. Um, but yes, thank you all as always so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks.